No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we return to our study of the Psalms. In Psalm 107, the psalmist reflects on the goodness and mercy of God to those who wander in the wilderness, who sit in darkness, and who foolishly transgress His commandments. We should always thank God for His mercy endures forever. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Darrell continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. You know, we have so much to be thankful for. And that's the theme of Psalm 107. The psalmist recalls various points in the history of Israel and God's faithfulness to deliver them. But that has application to anyone who has ever found himself in a time of distress when he called out to the Lord and then God delivered him. And that is the reason to give him thanks. Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. So he says, give thanks to the Lord for two reasons, because he is good and because his mercy endures forever. Those are two reasons we can always give God thanks. Because God is good all of the time. All of the time, God is good. And there's never a morning where we wake up without His enduring mercy. Even if we're going through tough times, God is still merciful. So he says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Has God redeemed you from your sins? Has He snatched you from the grip of the enemy, the devil? Has he given you his spirit to testify with your spirit that you are a forgiven child of God? Then say so. Give him thanks. Proclaim his wonderful salvation. He then says that God had gathered his people out of the lands from the four points of the compass. For this reason, many commentators believe this psalm was written after the Babylonian captivity when God brought his people back into their homeland. Again, there is an application for us because God has gathered us from all over the world to come and worship His only Son, Jesus Christ. And one day we will sing that song of redemption that we are told about in Revelation chapter 5. We will sing it before the throne of God and before the Lamb of God who purchased us with His own blood. So we should learn this song, Revelation 5, 9. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take this scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Now that's something to be thankful about. Wouldn't you agree? Verse 4. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. And He led them forth by the right way. 
that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. So now the psalmist is recalling the time that the children of Israel came out of Egypt and then went into the wilderness. Now, now that was supposed to have lasted only two years, but it ended up lasting 40 years in the wilderness because of their unbelief and disobedience. Nevertheless, God continued to supply their needs. Now, again, I see an application here for us. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12, the Apostle Paul is speaking to the fact that the Lord gathered us up unto himself. It says, In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. That's where we were, wandering in the wilderness until the Lord brought us unto himself. Now, the children of Israel, as they were out in the wilderness, they found no city to dwell in. How could they? They were in the wilderness. But God did deliver them out of their distresses and ultimately brought them to the promised land. He led them forth by the right way. Now, we know that he led them by the cloudy pillar by day and the fiery pillar by night. So God went before them. And I love that picture because how we need the Lord to go before us to illuminate our path. He says, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his wonderful works for the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul. There is this God-shaped vacuum in each of us a place that only the Lord himself can fill. And we might try to plug that hole with all kinds of things, but we need the Lord. I love what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman at the well in John 4.13. Jesus said, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again, but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. So back in my day, it was Mick Jagger that sang, I can't get no satisfaction. Well, the satisfaction we have comes from the Lord, from his living water, the Holy Spirit, by which we will thirst no more. Verse 10, those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness." And for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. So here we see another group of people, those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death. Again, this would easily apply to the time of Babylonian captivity that the children of Israel went through when they were in darkness, spiritual darkness in the shadow of death, bound in affliction 
and irons. You know, again, there's an application because there are times when we go through the shadow of death. David wrote about this in Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now they ended up in this place of darkness because they rebelled against the words of God. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. So I think here of the situation with Samson, who was given such amazing gifts from God, this incredible strength. And yet when he forsook the Lord and went after Delilah and compromised and did what he knew was evil, that uh, the Lord delivered him over to the Philistines and they plucked out his eyes and he ended up grinding wheat in hard labor. It says they fell down and there was no one to help. But then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. Again, we see with Samson, yes, he cried out to the Lord and the Lord delivered him and he was able to do one final act of revenge against the Philistines. He broke their chains in pieces. Now, again, I see an application here for us because whenever a person sins, that is darkness. It is blinding to a person who is involved in sin. And yet, if we call upon the name of the Lord, he is the chain breaker. He breaks the bondage of sin. He sets captives free. He liberates us just by calling upon the name of the Lord. What a beautiful salvation. Therefore, give thanks for his wonderful works. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Now we come to yet a third category of people. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, who were afflicted. You know, the truth is that a person that does not pay any attention to the word of God is a fool. That's what the Bible says. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And because they despised God's word, they were afflicted. And their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Now, wouldn't this speak of some illness that caused a loss of appetite? While not all physical sickness is the result of sin, certainly some people do suffer sickness because of their sins. We can't just look at the sickness and judge the person, but we can look at the behavior as to whether or not it is in accordance with God's word. Now, have they sinned against God by disobeying his word? Well, then maybe that's the reason for their sickness. Certainly, if we are going through a time of sickness, it should be a time for self-examination. We have a little bit more time on our hands <laughs> and we can say, Lord, is there something you want to show me through this illness that I'm going through? Now, this illness was so severe that they drew near to the gates of death and they cried out to the Lord. That's pretty miserable when you get to that point where you're, you're thinking you're going to die or maybe you, you're even longing for death because the sickness is so miserable. And yet, they cried out to the Lord and he sent his word and healed them. I don't think we can underestimate the healing power of the word of God. And that is why I have devoted my life 
to teaching it to others. That's why I do this radio program. The word of God in the hand of the Lord is like the surgeon's scalpel. It removes the cancerous growth of sin in our lives. It restores us and builds us up in our faith to be more like Jesus. And finally, the word of God is a light to our path, leading us to everlasting life. There's nothing else like it, and it has this amazing healing power. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. You know, we can't bring sacrifices to the temple like they used to, a bull or a goat, but we can bring forth the sacrifices of thanksgiving through lips of praise. We do have so much to be thankful for as we look upon God's deliverances in our past when we have called upon him in those times of distress. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where the psalmist continues his song of thanksgiving to God. He delivers sailors at sea, prospers the hungry, and exalts the poor. The wise understand the Lord's loving kindness. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.